0: Lunch, I eat a sandwich with a glass of cooked roll No one can see you drinking when you're working from home I still produce reports in a professional bond. But now when I have downtime I can do what I want.
1: And welcome to the Exessentialist cucumber, the podcast that just realized that strap-on spelled backwards is no parts and my name is Larry Wu And I'm Curtis
0: Withers. you know I just realized that <laughs> You're not even kidding. I,
1: I I didn't I was I was this many seconds old when I found out. <laughs> well, welcome back Curtis. Hold on, let's give us a ding. Uh, we're back from our little summer break. You know, enjoying summer, enjoying the heat. Are you, are you enjoying the heat, Curtis? No, I, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not no, either. I'm like I'm not languishing, but rather I'm enjoying the sweet rapture of air conditioning at all times. I walked one one day I walked
0: from Union Station to my uh, to my office, which is at uh like Adelaide and Church, a little bit west of Adelaide and Church. So for those of you who don't know Toronto, it's like maybe a I'd say a 10-minute walk. And by the time I got there, I was so drenched in sweat. When I got into my office, one of the one of the women who worked there goes, Oh, did you spill on yourself? Oh, what happened? One of those kind of days, eh? And I was like, "Yeah, that's exactly what happened."
1: <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say, Curtis. It looks like you're are you're, you're, you're a, bit, a bit slimmer these days. It, it must have been like that that same effect of sitting in the the sauna, just kind of oh. sweating sweating some of that extra, you know, the weight extra off. pounds off. Maybe, maybe, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, that <laughs>
0: is uh, that's the one benefit. But no, it's been like like l- last couple of days haven't been so bad. But man, I just can't I can't handle um, the the forty degrees. With the humidex, you know? Like we've my, my my wife Heather is no fan of air conditioning. And yeah, this summer we've actually got some pretty good use out of the uh, the air conditioner.
1: <laughs> Everyone does. While we were off, remember that at one point in time, like London, England, was the hottest place on the planet. Yeah. During their heat wave. That was insane. Like I think it's still kind of ongoing, right? Like there, there's like crazy Uh, forest fires in france right now right yeah europe is hot
0: this year like like yeah and and london is like you know usually i don't know like when i lived there like a london summer was like you know 19 degrees and overcast all the time
1: oh man okay well uh we're going to talk a bit more about what we've done on our summer vacation uh i didn't really do a whole heck of a lot other than you know kind of Day job type stuff, uh, cottaging. I did catch up on a whole bunch of video games that I left behind. I did play the very famous uh, game Stray, where you play as a street cat in this cyberpunk world. It's actually more enjoyable than cyberpunk, to tell you the truth. It <laughs> was a good game. It was it was a good game. Uh, it's it's easy enough that you one that normally doesn't play video games will really enjoy it and get into it and it won't be frustrating um and a person like myself just enjoyed the story and the graphics and it was, it was just i i highly recommend it finished resident evil i think i started final fantasy 7 remake which i never actually played which you know is on my list of top 10 top 10 top 5 games of all time i thought i just kind of I don't know why. I, I guess I never played played through it the first time when it came out. I'm not too sure why, but I played through it, and well, I'm not I'm not finished it, but I, I'm in the club as they're attempting to rescue Tifa, so I'm 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 at that point in time in the game. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but what uh, what what have you been up to, Curtis? Well,
0: I'm you know I was uh, kind of the same. Lot of work, uh, which has been exhausting. Uh, going up to the cottage a couple of times and uh, mostly I guess um, Heather and I are just preparing for the imminent arrival of a small human in uh, late September so that's exciting been, times it is exciting times same times we so we've got like uh, we got a bunch of stuff um, we've been just rearranging the house our tiny house to give it uh, you know some room when it gets here but uh, we've managed to, I, I did a huge run of um, sort of physical media to Value Village. Uh, so now I have no CDs. I don't own a single CD anymore. Because I did a big purge when Heather moved in and got rid of a, t- a bunch of them. And now, like, even ones that I liked, just I just don't see the point. You know, all all that stuff is available through other
1: means. And CDs are also kind of a, a, a tough thing, because it's not like you, you want to keep it for the album art mm-hmm. or or... Or the sound quality. I mean or it's the just, sound quality. digital. It's just a digital recording. I, I I think it's behind a whole bunch of uh pops. Uh but I do I do have one collectible CD. It's by the uh band uh Spiritualized. Mm-hmm. So when they came out with their album in the early to mid nineties, there was an edition of the album that actually came in a I guess it's the, the like a pill blister pack. Mm-hmm. So the CD was in it and you had to pop the CD out. So obviously I had a listening copy and I have this blister pack version of the CD, which I've never popped open, but it, it does, it, it does look like, you know, uh, but what came in that uh, was it? contact C was contact C one of those oh, yeah, ones yeah. that, you, know, that yeah. you pop out. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. that, but it's CD case. Huh. Uh, so Obviously you guys, you know, you're getting ready. It's, it's, it's coming down. Uh, any, any weird advice people have been giving you? I'm, I'm always curious. Cause you know, as, as, as someone who's gone through it and I, I remember getting really weird advice or everyone wants to provide advice, right? Because everyone has their anecdotal story, but I'll tell you right now, each kid is different and advice will just be like, Oh, that's nice. Maybe it worked for you, but it probably won't work for me. But anything weird being passed on?
0: not really i i I know that's a boring answer, but yeah, I think like I don't know if it's just because like we're we're old, you know, like relatively speaking, like in our forties, like I don't know people people aren't generally giving us too much advice unless like unless we ask for it, you know what i mm. mean or or it kind of comes up in the in in conversation and and like you said, like like most of the people we know who have kids have had, have like several years worth of reflection, you know, since, since childbirth to get so that the advice is pretty solid that we do get, like, I haven't heard anything too
1: weird. It's good. It's
0: kind of weird. Cause at, at my age, like, you know, like my friends either have like kids that are like young teenagers to, to university students, or they don't have kids at all like none of my friends have babies or you yeah. know what I mean like anything like that so it's all it's all kind of like a bit there's a bit of a crude wisdom I guess in the,
1: okay in well life. let me let me bestow some wisdom on you now and this is something that's probably as the, the the you're getting the the landing strip to to the day i'm sure a lot of people are asking you for a name right because people always think I, i'm not too sure why people ask like just just wait like everyone else so what my suggestion is Curtis for you and heather Obviously, don't tell them the name. Don't tell anyone the names that you have planned out, but have some names that you just tell people to get a reaction out of them. Oh, we have one already. Uh, Tetris. And is that for girl or boy? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we we get some good reactions from it to the point where I'm at. uh, Like, I think we're both actually like sort of (laughs) considering that. (laughs) Well, because I found now we we kind of had that strategy because we've also seen it with others where no matter how good the name is and how solid the name is it's almost the question to the parents is almost like a mini it's like a a micro mini micro aggression because it's like they never give a great reaction it's kind of like oh you know and then they're looking for, they're waiting for you to tell some story of why would you name your kid like that so that that that's the only reason why so, but I'm glad you have your your you know quote unquote backup name which maybe yeah. the baby come a shortlisted but yeah I, I think from I think for me uh it was Cornelius yeah Cornelius is a good one I also yeah I thought of like some um
0: maybe sort of like uh, ancient greek or roman ones like uh, Pericles ah uh, or uh, yeah, Pericles or uh, Sisyphus. Or, yeah, yeah, Sisyphus, <laughs> S- Icarus, Icarus, Icarus is too much of a tragic story. Um, you know, something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, we've got some ideas. We've got we've we've bandied about some names. There's there's yep. a couple
1: that I think we really like. Oh, uh, good, good, good. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Because maybe I'll provide a microaggression. I answer uh, facial. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be like smacking me across the table. Cubert. Oh, Qbert's solid. Yeah, you know. I thought so. You know, just a, a video game name might be kind of solid. You know, maybe yeah. Like like cloud. Cloud. <laughs> Claire Claire Redfield. But but that's that's the name. Like Claire yeah. Redfield Withers. Or... Like all
0: one all one name. Oh with yeah. With a capital R, Claire Redfield, one word cap R in the middle.
1: Yeah yeah. I right. like it. Or, or what's uh what's what's the Metroid character? Samus. There you go. Samus Aran. One word. You've also been going through a, a, like prenatal class, right? Or you're starting? Is that is that the idea? We're about halfway through, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any 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 silly people in the room? No. I there's some anxious people for sure. Okay. Um man, there's... you you you're having like the 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 most calm pre Cause I remember being in prenatal class and going, you people should not be having kids. <laughs> no, and maybe i am being too they all, judgy. They all seem pretty, pretty together. Okay.
0: Good. <laughs> Everybody is in the class, but definitely some are more, some seem more anxious than, than, than others. And, and how one, are they
1: manifesting it?
0: Well, there's, 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 there's a couple of them that, 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 that are kind of like what my brother uh, used to call me all the time. Um, when we were kids, a question face because I just ask them a bunch of questions. Sometimes, like really, like I don't like inane questions. And I don't think any of these people are asking inane questions, but there's a couple who are just like asking tons of questions, and they seem to come from a place of anxiety. Mm. So you get you get a couple of question faces in there, um, but uh, it's to be expected. I mean, it's a it's a very it's a very, um, it's a crapshoot, right? Like, it's not yeah. the same for any two, you know, birthing experiences. That they're all different.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I think people also, I don't know if they just forget, is like birthing has been happening for a long, long, long time and in conditions less sanitary than what you, we have today and, and, and the monitoring and then with a know-how, uh, you know, it's just people have been doing this, you know, just kind of let, let the body do its thing and let your doctor monitor and kind of do the check-ins and just, Mm -hmm. you know, I think
0: that's, that's the, the one thing is that like Heather and I are both kind of people who trust doctors and trust scientists Mm -hmm. and you do get like a you do get some people sometimes to say like don't let the doctor tell you this or don't do, do this or that, you know and I don't know I'm of the opinion that uh I don't know shit
1: so yeah <laughs> yeah gonna- don't, don't 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 be like Homer Uh was it giving giving birth to Bart was it Bart or was it Lisa it's like out of out of the way and yeah, like pushes yeah. the doctor out of the way yeah that's right college boy eh yeah.
0: Um, but I am gonna be uh, I am gonna be present for the for the birth and mm-hmm. uh, apparently as it stands right now I get to cut the cord
1: oh mm-hmm. are you gonna get like a novelty pair of scissors or do you think Heather would find that uh, inappropriate? she might find it
0: inappropriate but <laughs>
1: I'm going to probably do it very clinically and, and solemnly okay. and, you know, but in my head, it's going to be like, this is like opening a mall. Exactly. Just like the, the giant plastic pair and, yeah. you know, or, yeah. yeah, or, well, you know, not, no, you're not digging a shovel, digging the foundation, but no, no. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I think I was given that option. You're braver than me. Uh, I was given the option and I was just like, no, I'm okay on this side of the curtain. <laughs> that was that was one of one of the questions actually that one, one of the other sort of dads
0: had was like because because the the um the instructor was talking to each of us about our birthing plan right and like mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that's part of the plan is like what is the partner going to do is the partner going to be there is it going to is the partner going to cut the cord is the partner going to do the first diaper change all that kind of stuff and i and so like she was asking, so are you going to cut the cord? And like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to cut the cord. And a couple of the dads were like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, a lot of them didn't know it was an option, and then they were down with it. But the, <laughs> one guy was asking like a bunch of questions about it. And he was like, he's like, is there any chance like I could screw it up? And she was like, No. <laughs> we're not going to give you. We're not, not going to give you the option if there was the chance you could screw it up. Exactly. This is only to make you feel like you're like special.
1: Like that's all it's for. <laughs> and, 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 and even though I jokingly said it, it will be like a mall opening. Someone will be yeah. holding on, holding either end, and telling you, "Yeah, right here." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, no, be- I, yeah, you're braver than, than me. I yeah. was just like, I was glad to be in the room, but I was also thinking in the back of my head saying, why wasn't I offered the epidural? Because I was, I was, I was just <laughs> pretty anxious and nervous. I, uh, you know, and, and Liz had an epidural and I was like thinking, Oh, can I have one? <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, I think I was telling you, uh, Again, whatever your birthing plan is, and I said the one thing other than the tour of the hospital, which is a very important thing and uh, is the the instructor telling all the women in there, like you do not get a medal or extra bonus points or an extra buff or some unique weapon at the end of this by not getting the epidural and and just judge your experience, right? like and mm-hmm. I think I was telling you. The woman, I don't know where, how far away she was from our room, but she did definitely did not have the epidural. And I, th- I, I swear, I thought there was an exorcism going on somewhere down the hall. Like she, yeah. versus our room, which was very calm because you know, yep. And, and
0: yeah, so yeah, yeah. They've, they they showed us a video in the first class of a of a woman going into labor without the epidural and yeah it was a bit of a it was a bit of, a, of an eye-opener because you always hear about you always hear about labor and labor pains and stuff like that but when, when you're like when, when, you're, when you're when you when you're an, an, a male teenager you're like oh yeah i guess that's just kind of i don't have to worry about that that's like somebody else's problem um but then when you see it happening and 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 uh and you see it actually she 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 you know successfully gave birth without an epidural and without drugs and was pretty strong about it. And even she being like a rock star was, you know, making like, you know, minds of Moria sounding noises and her partner had to be like, absolutely on point, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to, uh, to help her uh, get, get through it. So, you know, you have to, uh, it was good that we saw that video because like, it show it showed it can be done, and yeah. if you want to do it, oh. and if you feel comfortable to do it, you should do it. But if you're the partner, you better be, you you know, you better be willing to do a, a lot of you know, heavy lifting as well. It's not going to be like you like you were saying before. It's not going to be you're not going to be just outside in the waiting room pacing and smoking cigarettes. Like
1: you're going to be yeah. you have to be in there Get, getting you're coffee out of the machine. Out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> getting or, coffee. or or warm soup. Yeah. Well, and, and and you have to, and pe- people also forget it, it can be a, a, a long process, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, oh, yeah. oh, labor, 20 minutes. And some some women are like that, but it could be hours of, of that intense pain. And if you're just not – if you're not down with it, then like, yeah, there, you don't need to be a hero. No. Okay. Well, hey, I think we got a few more weeks – with you as you prep. So I'm, I'm I'm just dying to hear the stories of just kind of getting ready for dad, what you're buying, what you're not buying and kind of the stuff that you're just wondering, do I need this? So it'd be be kind of funny to see through this because, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. You know, my, my little man is going into high school (laughs) this September. So, uh, I, I, I'd love to kind of, kind of get get your take on it. So that'll be, that will be great. So yeah, it looks like we had a great time. Both of us had, you know, at least productive, relaxing times off. But I'm glad to be back in the chair and doing the show again. Uh, so we have a few segments today and obviously our headlines. And we're going to do a quick recap of Disney Plus's Obi-Wan, uh, which uh, ended, I think, just before, maybe um, during our first break. when we yeah. did our last episode? Yeah. Um, now, Curtis, the last. I feel like this is like the trilogy and I think we have to end the feud with between you and Hamilton. Right. (laughs) So I I prepared a quiz about the lovely city of Hamilton and I I thought we'd kind of learn a bit more about the city of Hamilton and test your knowledge about the city of Hamilton, Curtis. All right. All right. So so are you ready? So this is the, the Hamilton quiz, the cucumber edition. All right. The first question is, or the first fact is, Hamilton is home to the first what, Curtis? Burger King? Tim Hortons? Home Hardware? Or home to the first mullet? Well, can two can t- be right? No. Home to the first, <laughs> home to the first there's mullet. No, there's no multiple I, choice. There's no, uh, there's no <laughs> all above or A and C. No, there's only one correct answer here.
0: Home to the first mullet is what I want to say, but I'm going to say home to the first Tim Hortons. That
1: is correct. So I'll give you a bell there. So yeah, it was uh, the first in the chain, founded in 1964 on 65 Ottawa Street. I don't know if it's probably still there. It might be, but it might be worth a road trip. Yeah, maybe. But fun fact: uh, eight out of ten cups of coffee sold across Canada, apparently, um, are from Tim Hortons. That's wow. a lot of really crappy coffee. Yeah, <laughs> so you're saying 80 percent of coffee sold. Uh, in Canada is t hose. Yep, stay mediocre, Canada. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The the what what's what's the secret ingredient like uh, nicotine in Tim <laughs> Hortons coffee? I think I think that I think it is. Okay, Curtis Hamilton is known as the what capital of the world? The mullet capital of the world? <laughs> the football capital of the world? The coffee capital of the world or the waterfall capital of the world?
0: uh i think i think the cfl hall of fame is in hamilton i don't i don't well i well i i i don't know i'm gonna say the football capital of the world
1: oh and where's the fail horn i don't have a fail horn i i I need i need i need to increase the 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 show's budget to get fail horn is it the bullet capital no (laughs) hamilton is the waterfall capital of the world curtis so, despite the fact that Niagara Falls might have the most popular waterfalls in North America, the city of Hamilton, home to more than one hundred waterfalls, ah,
0: so another
1: reason to go on a road trip.
0: Well, they do call the Mullet they
1: uh, <laughs> they call the a, a waterfall of sorts. Yeah, it's is is isn't it, isn't it um, the Kentucky waterfall or the Kentucky waterfall? That sounds that, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Apparently, in Hamilton, Bell Canada had the first what in Hamilton? Uh, High-speed internet, first cell phone, the first call, or the first breakdown uh, due to a mullet incident. I thought I, I had to tie in the mullet somewhere. But what is what is Bell Canada had the first of what in Hamilton?
0: Um, it might have been. I'm trying to think. The first. Wasn't the first call like Marconi in uh, or or was that the first radio signal? I don't know.
1: I'm going to say the first high speed Internet. Uh, That is incorrect. So Hamilton had the very first call. So in March of 1878, the first telephone exchange from the British Empire took place downtown Hamilton. Uh, Bell Canada was incorporated and installed the first public telephone in a Lancefield stationery store in Hamilton as well, so wow, you want to talk about the the origins of telephony in Canada no, <laughs> look no further I, I want to know what what was the what was the first word spoken in that conversation like how's my yeah, mullet? Get me out of here <laughs> <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> Oh, Curtis, I thought I'm this was supposed to the end in the future. I, 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 yeah, you know. Uh, apparently, Brantford. Brantford apparently may be the telephone city, but Hamilton is the first of call. Okay, mm. the final question here. What song had its English lyrics born in Hamilton? Was it Motley Crue's Too Young to Fall in Love? Oh, Canada. The entire Kiss album Love Gun." Or Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Good mullet at that time, right? Is that was that? Was that uh, the the prime Jovi mullet days? Was that song? Or, what did, he, yeah, or did he get it, it cut? Was, then
0: it was from Slippery When Wet. He did not have it cut at, in the Slippery When Wet days. He had a full, got it, got it. He had a, he, had, he had the full salad going on. Okay, um, all of those are,
1: are are excellent choices. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Oh Canada. That is correct, Curtis. Actually, you didn't really do so hot on this quiz, man. <laughs> Compar- <laughs> I didn't fail. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I did only have four questions. So, yes, the author of the lyrics to Canada was born in Hamilton. The song was originally written in French, um, but uh, the words would stand the test of time up to quite recently, right? The lyrics haven't changed probably since until, right? They, they just did the recent change. I, I don't even know what the change is. Um The the word son got removed, right?
0: Yeah, in all in all all of us. Yeah, Yeah, all of us command. Yeah, 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 it has. If you if you know the French version, it's way better. Well, the original Owen it always is. It's so good, and the English one's kind of meh. It's okay. (laughs) It's yeah.
1: Well, there you go. That's, that's our Hamilton quiz. I I, I know that back back uh, maybe about a year ago, we were doing more Canadian facts uh, stories. I, I think we, we need to keep uh, doing this again. We need, we need to find you know another city to kind of latch on to and uh, learn more about it. But yeah, we learned that the first Tim Hortons was in Hamilton, right? It's the waterfall yeah. capital of the world. Yeah, that's shocking. <laughs> All right, so segue into another segment this i think this might be a regular segment we're going to introduce and it is the am i an asshole (laughs) segment so this is uh we're going to read it's actually a reddit subreddit um with the same name but it is i I just got so interested in 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 this community here uh but i thought each week we take probably a best of or at least talk about one of them but uh so this week um, the the Reddit post is, uh, am I the asshole for selling my brother's Pokemon cards and refusing to pay him back?
0: Um, I mean, at first blush, one would say yes. If you <laughs> sold anything that belonged to somebody else
1: and then didn't even give them the money, I think that's kind of a dick move. Well, yeah, because he says recently my brother began moving out of the house. In the process of helping him, I happened to stumble across a deck of Pokemon cards and began shuffling through them. Obviously, you know Pokemon's very popular these days, right? With um, you know advent of PSAs and people are you know like Logan Paul searching the world for what he's got—the million-dollar card, right? The million-dollar Charizard card and Uh, all all that. And and I think there's also a, a. like a sense of nostalgia, right? It's just like when Star Wars toys started kind of coming back and the value went up. Uh, But he got the cards appraised and the value was estimated around $4,000 altogether. So he ended up selling them for a higher price through a private organized sale with a collector. Uh, See, this is the problem. I eagerly told my brother about the earnings, but he became infuriated. He said, I'm the asshole for refusing to give him full value worth of the cards. I told him without me, there would be never seen the light of day. I tried negotiating with him the cut of the profits, but he refused to even consider it. Now in the past few days, he's been sulking around the house, refusing to even acknowledge my presence. It's bad timing. My brother is leaving in a few days. I don't want him to end on bad terms. So is he the asshole?
0: Yeah. I mean, the, when I read this, I mean, the the, the very first thing is that, like you 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 got them appraised and sold without telling them. like you know if you're if 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 you're cleaning out you know if i was cleaning out your basement for example area as a hypothetical and i he does say later on he kind of tries to walk it back a little bit and say in fairness probably some of them were my cards too or whatever just say like you and i like at one point in time, we're really into playing jacks and we had like a whole bunch of jacks and, and then like, they kind of sat in your basement for a while and then they went up in value because I don't know they made a movie about jacks starring uh, Dwayne Johnson or something like that. And then they went up in value and then I was helping you move. So I'm helping you move and I unearthed the pile of the, the, a box full of these jacks and without telling you, I go and get them appraised and mm. get them sold and then come come back to you later and say, "Hey man, I you know you know those jacks that that we both compiled and that you that that you actually took up valuable space in your basement to store for, for the last 10 years. <laughs> well, I found them when I was helping you move and I sold them. Oh, and I'm not going to give you any money for them, but I just thought you'd want to know. You would
1: you would think I was an asshole. Well, not not just that, but it's, it's, it's theft, right? It's like felony. And at that, at that value, that's grand larceny, right?
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know how he thought this was going to go. Like, why would you not tell, why would you not tell your brother that you found these cars while you were, while you, while you were cleaning some, or just assume that since they're they're in his basement or whatever, that, yeah. that he knew about them and didn't want you like pawing through them. Or just say, listen, hey, dude, I found these. Do you want them? Yeah. You know, I can or, get them hey, appraised I- and sell them. Do you want to split the money? I'll get like a find- or I'll get a finder's fee and you can have the rest. You know, I'll get I'll take a cut for like doing the legwork and getting them appraised and selling them. But, you know, I, I just, it just it's just it, it's 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 amazing to me that this guy actually has to ask whether or not he is, in fact, the asshole. Like that, that, that it's not abundantly clear.
1: <laughs> and and, and <laughs> I fear there's a lot of people like this who just yep. don't, who just don't value other people's property. Well, and, and that's why I, I don't get it either. Like, what was he expecting people to say? Like, oh no, you're perfectly fine. And you're right to doing so. Yeah. I think he was, well, seems like he was expecting that. I you know, like know. When it's- I was, <laughs> when I was in, when I was
0: in, uh, in university, my first year, like, my my roommate, um, used to loan out my CDs to people. He'd tell me, and, and like they like I'd get them back, so it wasn't like like this. But like he like a guy, somebody would come by and say, "Oh, can I borrow this CD?" He's like, "I don't have it," but oh, but Withers I think has it, and then he'd go and just give it to him without without telling me, or he'd tell me when I got when I got back to the room. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like really uncool, and. I, and, and I was getting those things back, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's clear cut to me, Larry.
1: Clear cut. This guy is an asshole <laughs> and we'll, 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 be back with another one. I'll, I'll pick another one. Maybe, maybe something I thought, but I thought this one just very apropos to the show. A- another, another thing I found uh, while we we're off and this is an older article because this is a, a you know, we kind of, we talk about politics here. This was a, uh, a Beaverton article, love the Beaverton, always creative writers here, uh, responding to the proposal that Doug Ford pr- um, is bringing forward about bringing, allowing, I think, Toronto and Ottawa mayors in a mm-hmm. pilot to give them more powers. Because right now, in municipal politics, the mayor basically still has only a single vote and they're like, they like also have other figurehead duties. But really, in, t- in terms of decision making, they only have the one vote. But the Beaverton's thought, you know, do Beaverton stuff. They created this headline. Doug Ford grants powers to new strong mayors, fast mayors, heat vision mayors. <laughs> so apparently they're trying to make you feel that uh, Doug Ford came is, you know, wearing you know some kind of spectacle, uh, you know, glasses or la- in a lab coat. You know, standing on the top of his science tower screaming, I have harnessed the mysterious element of municipalium to impart phenomenal abilities to my precious mayors. May God weep as they behold my creations. I don't know, Curtis. I I don't know how I feel about this politically, but what powers would benefit a mayor if if this was true? Well, Doug Ford
0: already harnesses the power of invisibility. Ah, yes. <laughs> Very good. Uses that to his advantage. Yes. The, you know, every summer at least. Mhm. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think a super strong mayor, like a mayor with superhuman strength would be pretty good because then like if you are greenlighting construction projects and 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 and, and the like, you can actually you can actually get in there hands on mm-hmm. and and uh and complete them faster could you imagine like if if there was like a if i if if the mayor of toronto instead of john tory was colossus from the x men
1: you the gardener <laughs> would samson? be down the gardener would be down already <laughs> <laughs> or samson yeah know, or Sa- was- doc samson
0: yeah doc samson doc samson yeah uh yeah i mean like all the a lot of a lot a lot would would get done quicker if uh yeah. the cross
1: town would be finished by now
0: yeah or like you know if 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 they had the power of like uh you know avalanche avalanche of uh of the brotherhood of evil mutants later freedom force hmm. be able to like take down buildings quite safely
1: I- yeah i i I, i'm think i i i'm kind of i i'm i'm hearing you i think i'm i i'm always a big fan of telekinesis because then 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 i could i could move things with my mind no matter how heavy they were so probably do all the same things you mentioned but i could also do like i don't know maybe you can throw things around during the council meetings or something or
0: yeah or or, or you could uh you could, or or if you were a tele, uh, a, a telepath, like uh, if you're like like uh, Professor X or uh, mm. or Gene Gray, yes. then you could like figure out how people were gonna vote in council <laughs> and try to influence them to you know project project false memories okay. in their mind and stuff like that. So that 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 would be a way because you could if you had all those mental powers. People would not even know. Like if you were Colossus, people would know you were Colossus. There's no hiding. Right. That. Yeah. Your yeah. skin's no, steel. Yeah.
1: You can't hide that. But if you were Professor X, you could totally hide that. Oh yeah! Suddenly, all of a sudden, all the council says, "Oh yeah, that Ferris wheel on in Ontario Place was a great idea." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and you'd be yeah. confused as wondering why you would have thought it would have been a horrible idea at first. But yeah, and you just you don't like remember. To- if you're yeah. the council reporter
0: from the Toronto Star, you'd be like, it's like nothing I've ever seen. They're all agreeing on the same thing. You know, whereas yesterday they were fighting like cats and dogs over the Ferris wheel. Now everybody <laughs> thinks it's a great idea. It seems suspicious, but I can't put my finger on why. And that's exactly right.
1: Yep. So- there you go. I think I think we I think we decided for for Doug there. Mm-hmm. All right, on to the headlines. A new epidemic is raging through Springfield, and this one didn't start with Krusty Burger's Whatchamacarcus Sandwich. This one, i it's been a long news cycle just because we, we haven't been on. So I'm going to... Some of these articles might be old, but we'll kind of breeze through some of them because we do have quite a few here. Uh, the first one I coined OK Boomer. So this is uh, Roger Waters. So this was... Uh, I guess it was like middle of July when Rogers had that outage and all telecommunications out of Rogers uh, was knocked out for what, about three, four days, like that entire weekend. Hmm. Well, Roger Waters disses the weekend, not the weekend, uh, the artist the weekend. And Drake, intense interview, quoted, I am far, 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 three far's, More important than any of them will ever be, however billions of streams they've got. So he kind of threw a bit of a tantrum when he was interviewed by The Globe and Mail. Uh, Now, I don't really blame him too much because really he was first inquiring about, oh, I'm having this show, but... um, There's not too many people doing reviews of my shows. I think he was here for maybe two or three nights or something like that. Hmm. And the interviewer, uh, Brad Wheeler here, you know, was honest and said that he was actually assigned to cover the weekend at a bigger venue. But because Hmm. the weekend show got canceled because of the outage at um, uh, the much larger Rogers Center, uh, yeah, he took offense of it I, I think I would have took a bit of offense to it as well because it's like yeah I, I would feel like that I would feel like spinal tap. remember when they had that uh, uh, I think it was like the launch party and like people just kind of came for the free food and had no idea why they were there but
0: yeah yeah it sounds very tapish yeah. Um, yeah I mean this is the guy who who wrote uh, Dark side of the moon so yeah I, I, I think like you are allowed allowed some umbrage at uh, at that like dark side of the moon was still in the billboard <laughs> top album charts when we were at carlton mm-hmm. like he he's is he is he far more important than drake of the weekend certainly not in today's context but historically like if 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 you looked at if if you you know if you looked at like a survey sort of view of rock rock music rock and roll you could make that claim
1: yeah but you can't make that claim now for drake and weekend because they're no. the current thing you'd have to like take that delorean time machine 30 no. 40 years 50 like, years into the future and yeah. then ask them hey what do you think of the weekend and drake
0: well yeah like maybe 20 years 30 years from now like you know will people still be listening to Roger Waters or will they still be listening to Drake? I don't know the, who, mm. who, 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 stands the test of time more remains to be seen. But, uh but yeah, I think like um he's also like 78 years old and um even says in that interview that he doesn't really
1: listen to music anymore. So he doesn't really know what's going on. Exactly. He's, so he's going on to talk- be cranky. Exactly. So, all right, Rogers, just, You know what, Roger? Just make up with David and go on tour one last big show. That's what you guys need to do. That's what.
0: Well, I will say though, very quickly that I did see his his previous tour from uh, three or four years ago when he played Scotiabank Arena or Air
1: Canada Center at the time, I guess, and it was really good. He still Mm -hmm. puts on a good show. Okay. Hey, I'm not, not taking anything away from him other than being cranky old guy. <laughs> <laughs> being a cranky old man. <laughs> All right. You know, if if I, I I'd be a cranky old man because if I was into this, because beef jerky is now protected inside glass cases at 7 Eleven. Yeah. First thing, why? It should be covered on a glass case just because it's not good for you and it should be like hidden away like cigarettes. I, I think that's that that should be the headline. But no, I guess due to some high level of threat, a uh, theft. Of said dried meat, <laughs> um, 7-Eleven had to take this drastic step, Curtis. So what I don't
0: understand because I show a picture and it's yeah. got like the beef jerky and the beef jerky products under glass. Still, tons of stuff not under glass. Oh yeah. So, so you know you protect the beef jerky. They're just going to take the they're just going to take a, uh, other stuff. You, well, it's you it's you a right to next to chip under
1: glass, or you don't put anything under glass. But it's it's like next to the chip aisle, which I, I did make an observation that I'm looking at how the chips are organized. So like the Frito Lay stuff is all within um, eye level. Mm-hmm. At the bottom shelf is Old Dutch and Humpty Dumpty. That's right. Is that is that fair?
0: You know what you know, you know what they're doing there is like they're like we don't want to put more stuff under glass. But we want to protect our top brands, so we're going to make the Frito Lay chip products at like theft height. But the but the good shit, the old Dutch and the Humpty Dumpty, the Canadian, the Canadian high end stuff, we're going to keep on the lower shelf, and then people who know will know to look down there.
1: Yep. (laughs) That's true. I also had a weird idea. Like, okay, so it's under glass. It's under lock and key. So now you have to go and bother the cashier to come over to the beef jerky case, open it while you're sitting there trying to decide is today a Jack Link's day or a hot rod day? Yeah. I think like really,
0: and this is, this is true of anything, but it's especially true of beef jerky under glass is have a game plan before you go to the 7 Eleven to minimize the amount of time that you're at the case so that you yeah, can you, say to the guy, hey, give me give me those jacks the jack links teriyaki.
1: <laughs> two bags.
0: Exactly. And transactions you're,
1: you're done. In a note. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be sitting there with a guy like the keys, and you know it's like a huge ring of keys, and you're you're just sitting there trying to decide.
0: You don't want to just you,
1: you, what you can do, though, is you can you can go in under the under, under the
0: auspices that you want to look at the at, at the at the uh, beef jerky and but then take a long time to sighing and hemming and hawing. And while you're doing that, your friends raid the slushy machine.
1: Oh, Are the Chris. guy's distracted. You devious fiend. Yeah. I was thinking that or steal the Humpty Dumpties. Yeah. Or steal. Yeah. Steal the
0: Humpty Dumpties. Yeah. So they like say like, guys, you're going to have to go low shelf. But I'll distract them. (laughs) Go high and go low. (laughs) Yeah, I'll distract them, and I'll you know I'll be I'll be trying to decide between the Jack Links and the yeah and the Pepperettes. You know, Mm -hmm. make away, make 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 off with as as much uh, old Dutch and Humpty Dumpty's ringolos as you can, and then you know we'll rendezvous we'll rendezvous back at my place.
1: Yeah. You know what? Honestly, that sounds like the plot to uh, Ocean's Eleven Part 6, probably.
0: Yeah, that's right. Like all the Vegas casinos finally ca- catch wind of these guys and <laughs> protect their assets better. So they're reduced to, reduced to raiding slushy machines and st- stealing Canadian brand chips. Yep. I'd watch it.
1: Yeah. Um, going further down the aisle, probably to the back of the Seven Eleven, uh, to the soft drink um, fridge. Headline: Sprite retires the iconic green bottle after 60 years. Curtis, mm-hmm. 60 years, Sprite mm-hmm. bottle. What was now, the where- last time you had a Sprite? For one thing. Oh gee. <laughs> it's been it's been some time. Okay, so just like any time we talk about foods on the show, it started off with the eat more our Burger King visit next episode. We both have to have both a seven up and Sprite. We do a comparison taste test because taste test because Classic. you and I both found or you found this old 1983 Sprite commercial, man, the, the cola drink wars back then. So cutthroat because we are saying today, <laughs> like they don't, they don't, they don't acknowledge the competitor at all. They no. just kind of talk about their drink, but you know, here, here's this ad seven up and sprite in this ad and it's like this this crawl while this news like person reading um about how great sprite is and 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 you and I you pointed this out which is the quote why why sprite is so much better that's because sprite is the only caffeine free soft drink with Lyman Lyman what the hell's Lyman yeah that's what they, that's what they decided to call lemon lime in
0: the in the 80s, but, but spelled L Y M O N. Yeah, so spelled like lime disease rather than lime <laughs> the fruit. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 so silly. But I remember that like it's stuck in my head, like the great taste of Lyman. You, you like no ad campaign has used that probably for like I don't know 20 years. But yeah, back then
1: the great taste of of Ly- Lyman. Now the, I know that I know the English language can be confusing, but even if they spelled it with an I, wouldn't it still be Lyman? Be Limon, Limon.
0: Limon? not a city,
1: Limon. I, I, don't uh, but, um, I don't know. But the uh, but it's yeah. a name. It's it's a name. It's not a real world word, so you can spell it however you want, and yeah, someone says yeah, this I, is how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think they tried. To, I think they like copyrighted
0: it, and they Lyman, but it didn't really take off. Um, so
1: so so you you corrected me before and i i said oh does sprite have lime in it and you said yes and we did look up the sprite bottle and the sprite does clearly say it's like there's like a, a half lemon half lime single yes. mutant fruit yes. but the seven up do the same like does seven up actually claim to be that flavor or seven um, up just seven up
0: i think it's i don't know when i was a kid it was called the uncola do you remember that the Un- yeah, Cola. yeah 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 but I don't remember them necessarily saying it's it was lemon lime. But I guess because it was a clear, caffeine-free beverage, it seemed, it seemed that that the natural enemy would be Sprite for Seven Up. So, so yeah, I don't know if it's it, it does taste like Seven Up. I I find is I I like it better than Sprite. It's oh, hard to yeah. find, but
1: uh, oh yeah, no no. So I, I think I think we gotta we gotta locate it. One so thing, one thing I will
0: say is that yeah. like. With all the division and all the you know all 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 the 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 sort of like really really sort of um you, you know the all, all 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 the politics that are going on you know all the distrust of of one another you only have to look at the detente in the Cola wars to know that you know a br- a brighter future is possible who would have thought who would have <laughs> thought in the eighties and maybe even early nineties remember the Cola wars it was like you know, Coke has Bill Cosby, which at the time was a get.
1: <laughs> Not yeah. so
0: much now. And Pepsi has Michael Jackson, which at the time was a get. Uh, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And there was like, it was a big thing. Who would have thought, like if you talked to somebody, if you went in your, the, the DeLorean that we've referenced many times and went back and said like, in the future, <laughs> Coke and Pepsi will live in relative harmony. They'd be like, no way. They're going to be at each other's throats forever.
1: <laughs> Not so. No. Nope. So uh, August 1, the new clear plastic bottles. Apparently, they are a bit more environmentally friendly because I guess because there's no dye in it, right? Mm-hmm. So if they have a clear bottle, they can be remade, I guess. Um, the new bottles will uh, – I guess the bottle also has kind of like a bubbly texture to it. So it may be, I don't know. But apparently today, Sprite is the third best-selling cola in the world, and is Coca-Cola's number two brand behind Coke. Hmm. Yeah, makes sense.
0: It always like like it it always seems like you know when you go to a restaurant when you go to like a fast food restaurant, like like sometimes the you know how sometimes like the fountain machines it'll be like half Coke and then half half the Coke logo and half the Sprite logo will be like the big. Sort of like logos on the panel, like mm. yeah, they, they 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 give Sprite a lot of time. Hmm. Seven Up doesn't get the same love. I don't know why.
1: Well, didn't they have a cartoon character they were attempting to use? Yeah, that was Fido
0: your... Fido Dido or Fido Dido or something like yeah. that. And yeah, and
1: then and then they ended up selling more Fido Dido merch than <laughs> Seven Up.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then there was the spot too. Remember those? You know how there's that Seven Up because uh, the logo is a seven and a big red dot for the dash and then the up and that dot became more famous than the
1: (laughs) soft drink exactly (laughs) just like the chihuahua for taco bell i think that's like the the the, though that time marketing folks were all about i guess trying to adopt some kind of mascot or and and then they just realized oh we're selling more stuffed dolls about the chihuahua than actually tacos
0: do you remember the noid avoid The, the noid that was a no. Domino's Pizza. The Noid oh. ate, had its own video game. Like it was like SNES or or, or Sega Genesis, one of those mm-hmm. uh, older systems. The Noid had its own video game, and and I guess like I can't remember exactly, but I don't think that did did they have Domino's product placement in the Noid video game, or was the Noid? Because then, then that's truly transcends the brand, right? Like it's like has <laughs> yeah. got it's just leaving the product behind and starring in his own video games.
1: Yeah, I, 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 don't know. I have to look that one up. Uh any case, you were saying the battling of, uh, of, of the cola wars. Well, competition is strong and fierce at uh, in chess, Curtis. Mm-hmm. So, chess robot. Grabs and breaks finger of seven-year-old opponent. So Moscow incident occurred because child violated safety rules by taking turn too quickly, says official. So I guess because the robot arm is basically like this little clamp, hydraulic. So basically it sounds like they grabbed onto the kid's hand. I don't know how it got there, but I guess the kid wanted to play speed chess I, I'm not exactly sure how the incident happened. in the article just basically said that the robot broke the child's finger. Yeah, I remember you when you told me about that
0: story, and I said, "Ah, sounds like that sounds like a Russian chess robot,"
1: not realizing that it was, in fact, a Russian chess robot. <laughs> that was. So the anecdotal story here is: don't play with robots. It's it's know. it's like playing like a Wookiee. If you try to cheat. Yeah, it'll rip your arms out of its sockets. Yeah, yeah. another Russian sport, not just uh, chess today. This is this is this is like full about Russian sports. They they apparently a new sport becoming a little popular. I don't know how popular because this sport looks ridiculous, Curtis. This is arm boxing. So the headline is arm boxing is being labeled quote the next best sport, and it's mental. Apparently, mm-hmm. that, that is in the headline. It's mental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So without getting too much into it, it's two competitors. They both have their left arms taped together. So they're, they're, they're linked by their, le- by their left arm. So kind of like in, a, uh, in an arm wrestling situation where you're holding onto the bar that's on the table. And then I, I should make note that there's a, a table that's reminiscent of the arm wrestling table that div- that divides the two of them. They also have this harness around their waist and they are chained to the table, which means they can't go too far or come around the table. uh, Their opponents, they're still kind of stand uh, across each other from this table and they have their right hands gloved. And you can only imagine when the bell rings, they're just wailing on each other and basically rocking as far as the harness will allow them. And Mm -hmm. again, they're taped to each other. So even if you do pull back, you're pulling your opponent forward towards you. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It looked.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh look! Look pretty dangerous.
0: You know what um, it kind of
1: reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of um, you know the mechanical boxing. Yeah, a little bit. A
0: little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like a lot of the punches aren't aren't landing. You know, because they're. They're fairly easy to dodge in the sense that you can't like, you know, how in like boxing, you like do a feint with the with the right. And then you come across with the left, like fake the guy out with the right, come across the
1: left. So you you can only hit with one hand. So, you know, you know where it's coming from. Well, you and um, I were laughing when we were like, watching the video because it looks like the two are fighting over like maybe a, <laughs> a beer or something. Yeah. And they and both of them refuse to let go of it. And they're 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 like. Because you're right, like you can't really wind up, so that they almost look like they're just slapping each other. Yeah, it doesn't look like
0: it doesn't look like there's a lot of the sweet science in one armed boxing.
1: <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's going to take the world by storm. Um, uh, I don't. I don't think so. I no. uh, yeah. You're, you're definitely not. Well, I can totally see it becoming an Olympic sport. Maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's got to go through the demonstration phase uh, first. So maybe we'll see it. <laughs> will see there's a demonstration sport in uh i don't know 20 2030 20, yeah. whatever
1: 32 2032
0: so book off the,
1: yeah book it um off the top we were talking about the horrible weather in France here's a, uh, another story from France things aren't getting any better the first they're getting pounded by the weather weather and the forest fires so now france's most famous condiment is running out so I guess just like the rest of the world, the supply chain issues, whatnot. But uh, yeah, mustard sh- shortage. you yeah. most stores. You'll say that you only buy one, and there's like people queuing outside for this, you know, luxurious condiment. Now, you and I were commenting. They had this photo with the article, and it's all empty shelves with a sign in French, basically saying that they're limiting one per person. There's a whole bunch of mustard. I think approximately, I'm seeing twelve bottles of it of like what what looks to be the quote-unquote uh our compliments version it looks like it's the house brand mustard of the grocery store because of the label yeah no one touches that stuff no well someone did someone grabbed the 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 front left one probably looked at the label and then put it back because you can see how it's uh, slightly ajar from the rest of them yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, like there's a shortage. Like all the other shelves of the mustard but not not, not enough. Yeah, yeah. But, they, but these, you know, these are proud. These are proud French people, who who know their mustard. They're not gonna. They're being like, it's a shortage, but we're not gonna debase ourselves by buying, you know, the 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 house brand mustard. If you look, if you look at the mustard, you know. And I have not tasted this this brand, the U brand. I don't know what the u supermarket is somebody who's from France can, can maybe yeah. tell us sometime. but uh, if you look if you look in, uh, inside the jars, like it looks like a pretty nice grain. Like it's not like a, a French's yellow mustard. Like it still looks like a pretty good quality mustard. Like to a Canadian, you'd be like, that's a quality mustard, but like obviously not good enough for the French and you know more power to them like yep. if 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 a shortage if a if a complete and utter shortage the absence of any other kind of mustard still will not be enough for you to buy the house brand grainy mustard then you know that just shows that you have standards and i and i have always appreciated people with standards
1: now the one bottle that's slightly ajar do you think there was a conversation had like maybe it was like the husband that had like a moment of weakness yeah, he had. A, he, it. Yeah, he had. And it got slapped, and then the bottle just stayed where it is, which is slightly ajar from the other ones, which are perfectly in line. Yeah, I think. I think the
0: husband. I think there was. I think. I think what happened was there was. Uh, there was a turkey sandwich at home. There was a turkey <laughs> on a baguette. Yeah, there's a turkey sandwich on a baguette back home, and they went to the, they went to the U, supermarket, and they were all out of mustard except for the house brand. And he was like, I, I can't, I have to, I can't. And, and, and his wife said like, you're better than this, Henri. You're better than this. You know, and he's like, I don't have to prove myself to the likes of you. And they had a big argument. But in the end, Giselle made him see reason. they <laughs> left the mustard there and he went home and he ate a dry <laughs> turkey sandwich on a baguette. <laughs> But it was worth it to not debase himself.
1: Yeah. I I, I also want to point out on, in this photo, uh, the French don't look like they're fans of pickles. Well, These these ones are, are interesting because they're specifically burger pickles. Burger. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so I guess once so, yeah, you're having a burger, you don't buy those pickles.
1: Well, because the, 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 the picture is hilarious because it's like, Every shelf is bare except for this these two sections, mm-hmm. right? Except for the house brand mustard and these pickles. And the barrier pickles. But uh, you know, in in fashion, and as the song says, blame Canada. Uh, that is the uh, that is the source because I think you and I talked about that. Canada produces the majority of the world's mustard seed. So, mm-hmm. uh, and prayers have been having some issues. And they haven't been exporting as much, so really, you know, and obviously, you know, climate change. Uh, yeah, they they just haven't been sending mustard afar. Well, so I don't want to,
0: um, you know, yeah, I don't want to rile up people in France, but like, I just gotta say, I was at uh, SoBe's yesterday, and the mustard selection was mwah, incredible. So much mustard. And nobody was buying it because they're like, we don't care about mustard. We're, we're gonna, gonna we f- got mustard. Out of, yeah, we got <laughs> mustard out of
1: the yin yang here. Yeah, yeah. What? Why do I have to hoard mustard? <laughs> oh, I think man. I think we should.
0: I think if if we were if if Canada was like a de- like if we had any human decency, we'd help the French out and send over our surplus mustard.
1: No, we didn't. No, we'd end up we're doing something. we let dirt. it expire. We're gonna let it expire. Yep, and maybe 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 throw it out or you know. <laughs> Turn it into an NFT or something like that, something silly like that. <laughs> yeah, or maybe, or maybe some, maybe, maybe we can convince some Karen out there that uh, they should put a little mustard in their uh, potato salad before going to the barbecue. It, it does make a difference. Gives it gives it a little <laughs> but, bit extra tang. Well, that's the headlines. Boy, I miss cucumber headlines because. They don't talk about this stuff in regular news, so you know we're here to help inform folks. I, now, I feel Curtis, feel informed? Oh yeah. So, uh with the time remaining, which isn't too much, uh Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me let me just get to the point here, Curtis. What did you think about it, and where will this sit in the annals of the Star Wars universe and and all the content that's sitting there? Um, I think.
0: I think it it was fine. I think like f- for me um and I think I've said this before with Star Wars is I just tend to take it on I like I I tend to take more recent offerings just kind of on their own mm-hmm. and just as like you know enter, an, enter- an entertaining diversion. Uh I think when you try some things have worked better than others, but when you try to sort of like 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 wedge this into the continuity. It's just it's just a mess. Uh, like, yeah, and, and, totally and, and right. there was a lot of things I enjoyed about it, and I enjoyed I like I liked catching up with Obi One again as a character. Um, mm-hmm. I liked uh, um, his final confrontation with Darth Vader when they did that whole thing where the mask splits and it's sort of part Anakin's voice, part. Darth Vader's voice and you can still kind of you know they still kind of play into the into the duality of the character but but he uh you know sort of like the dark the dark side wins out at least for now spoiler alert uh and that kind of thing but then like this a lot of stuff didn't make sense like when he says like like Obi-Wan says at one point it has to end here like you know He dies or I dies, essentially. I don't know if it was in exactly those words, but that's what he says. And then he and then and then he just kind of lets him lets him live. He's like, I've won, you know, I've got my sort of closure or whatever, you know, and he lets him live. And you know, as we know, Darth Vader goes on to like terrorize the galaxy, and <laughs> millions of lives probably lost from that decision of of, of like like of where a, where he a, per- shows one. mercy, right? Yeah, just ridi- so like that kind of stuff was ridiculous. Like you know, like it should have been it sh- like it should have been like you know, like like Darth Vader forces the issue and doesn't allow Obi Wan to kill him instead of Obi-Wan deciding like oh yeah i'm going to let him live because it's it's incongruous with his character like he knows that 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 you know what Darth Vader is capable of and that the the universe is going to be a better place even if he thinks even if he thinks like you know maybe at the very end like he'll turn back like Luke he'll see Luke's hand cut off and he'll get like you know He'll 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 listen and and he'll see his son getting zapped by lightning and he'll turn good for two seconds enough to throw the emperor down a down down like a reactor shaft and then he'll die. Even if he can see that part of the future, it's still not worth it's still not worth
1: the millions of lives. Which 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 happens to be in the throne room. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, the convenience, the convenience of having
1: a reactor shaft right in your own throne room. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll agree with you. I, I, I like the uh, Ice Cube's son's character. Yeah. You know, I, I'm hoping he makes a reappearance in maybe Andor. Because, yeah. you know, there, there's a spot for that. Like, I kind of like seeing that spark of the rebellion type thing. Uh, the underground railroad, or in this case, the underground uh, delivery <laughs> trade yeah. route or whatever, the automated trade route. I thought that all that stuff was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, I think you were, yeah, like you're saying, they will play it as, oh, well, Obi-Wan showed mercy to Anakin Vader. But I, th- I bet you that whole scene and that whole ending only came about was because they were sitting around a room and trying to overanalyze. Well, Obi-Wan said in A New Hope, oh, he's not, oh, no, it's not in A New Hope, Uh, in Empire Strikes Back, where he says, oh, he's more machine now, evil and twisted. Like, it's almost like, oh, how did he come to that conclusion? Oh, let's kind of go back and try to show that. yeah you know yeah. because he tries to do one last save and then you know like at that, that year I do like that scene technically that was a great scene where you know, the the voice box goes in and out
0: yeah it was quite effective it was really well shot like there was a lot of good stuff in the series as far as just being entertaining it was like pretty well shot i thought like you and mcgregor did a did a good job um you know like it's just it's just it, like it's just it's just there was already and and I, and I don't want to be like too too much of a canon sort of like mm. nerd or whatever but there was already like fairly established sort of there's always already a fairly established backstory about darth vader and obi-wan's relationship and this um show just kind of takes a big dump on it really mm. which i which i was afraid was gonna happen and then it did happen yeah I'm ready for it so
1: Uh, I honestly didn't think they'd have one more fight. I thought the show might end with Vader thinking Obi-Wan was dead. Mm. And then he just kind of, you know, saves Leia, makes sure Luke's good. And he just goes on hiding, knowing that that's the best for everybody because of, you know, what went down. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to go back and rewatch this over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. yes, it happened a bit unforgettable, or for, I mean, a bit forgettable. I guess that would be, you know. So it'd be one of those things where, yeah, it's it was great to see you and McGregor play the role again mm-hmm. in a proper manner, yeah, <laughs> with with proper direction and, and dialogue, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Like I think compared to like,
0: Mandalorian season one, you know, like like which I would
1: watch again. Oh, and then I, I'm surprised you haven't. I think I have. <laughs> I've totally have seen that season one and and almost season two all the way through twice. Yeah, or season maybe. two
0: I'd watch again as well. Yeah, um, but like yeah, this was this sort of like yeah, it was. I I, I enjoyed it for what it was, um, and that's about it.
1: Yeah uh Andor and She-Hulk start up so more to watch in the next little bit I looked up something I didn't realize again I I'm, I'm so used to what Disney's been putting out in usually in the cadence of what 6 to 8 episodes at most I think 8 was probably the longest we've seen maybe out of WandaVision was WandaVision like 8 episodes I think it was yeah Andor it's 12 episodes. Wow. <laughs> that's what I said. I went, whoa. Because I thought they were releasing three episodes at once for you to binge. And I thought, right. wow, that's a lot. That's like half the season, isn't it? And then I looked it up and I went, no, this thing's 12 episodes long, like huh. originally. So I guess they just wanted to do it to accelerate the elapsed time so that you're not kind of like, you know, 12 episodes weekly is basically like a regular TV sh- TV um show season, right? Twelve yeah, pre- weeks.
0: Pretty much, yeah. It's funny because like uh in uh in those Marvel shows on Netflix, I think they were like 12 or 13 episodes. And it was like, yeah. oh, this is too long. They've let it go on too long. And then when and then and then and then when you watch those Marvel ones, and we definitely talked about it with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I think other ones have the same problem as that. They're too, the six episodes are too short. You have this like jam-packed fifth episode. You're like, how are they going to pay all this off to the sixth episode? But nobody seems to want to do ten.
1: Ten seems to be the sweet spot. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good comment. So, Andor will complete the series in its eight-week run, but they're releasing three at, uh, all up front, so right. it won't kind of extend through. But I'm kind of looking forward to that. Because well, again it's, it's it's a different take and hopefully there won't be any lightsaber wielding people running around. Yeah. Hope. We can only hope.
0: Well, like, um, Rogue Rogue 1 was re- refreshing to me because it didn't have a lot of that and uh, you know, focused on the focused on like the frontline grunts essentially and mm-hmm. uh, and had a and in my opinion had a fantastic third act. Um, you know, was one of the I think one of the better things, at least in the movies, that Star Wars has done, you know, since it's sort of came back with the uh, the Force Awakens um or, or or A New Hope 2.0. Uh if, yeah. you, if you if you prefer.
1: But 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 just like just like you and McGregor, yeah, Diego, great actor, would love to see him reprise his role with better dialogue and situational.
0: Yeah, and they've got they've got more room, I think, in this kind of a in this kind of a series because, like, it's stuff like Rogue One really fit in well to the canon because it it filled in a gap that hadn't really been explored with characters that could that could conceivably have been there and done that. You know what I mean? Like, like the problem whenever you bring in Jedi's and we've talked about this before, like Jedi, like like Jedi that hadn't been accounted for in the previous. Um, films is that like how did they survive order 66 and what were they doing this whole time and why were they not involved in the you know the and, the, the the battle with the empire
1: and, and clearly Vader did a crappy job because there's still all these Jedi running
0: around yeah man <laughs> <laughs> he thought you know he didn't he couldn't even kill all the younglings we now we got a youngling a surviving youngling in in uh in Obi-Wan as
1: well. Yeah. So yeah. He couldn't even call uh, the younglings. He did these terrible. And 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 you know what also what wait what what made me fearful was my comment, and I haven't I've mentioned it, but my uh the, the evil empire taxidermist.
0: Oh where yeah they go right. into that
1: room and what my fear is is that they're not dead and they actually well I'm hoping that they are dead, and they and the Empire does just have like a very evil taxidermist to put them in the poses of what they would have looked like just before they killed them. And I hope it's not the oh, whenever we feel like it, we'll just defrost one of these Jedi's to show up and fill a gap.
0: Yep, I would say uh, if I if I was a betting man, I would I would bet on the latter.
1: Oh, sorry. Okay, on that note. Thank you for listening. You can catch Curtis and I weekly on, well, basically Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and basically everywhere you can get your podcast. So you choose your delivery system, um, and yeah, we're you know glad to be back after a little break. Curtis, any last words? Um,
0: yeah, I've, I've been uh, playing a game uh, on the Switch that I'm surprisingly like. Uh... Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I've played the first two. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the Xeno series has been sort of around for a long time in different sort of uh, permutations. Um, And I've always thought it was a capable sort of JRPG, but I'm really digging
1: this one. Hmm. Um, I, or the house, has been dipping their toes into multiverses. Uh, which is basically uh, Mario uh, Smash Bros, but non-Nintendo, which is getting huge raves across the world. I think they just surpassed 10 million players online. Like, How do you feel if you're Nintendo and they come out to this game, which is identical to your big hit, which was exclusive? Uh, I don't know. I, I sense some lawsuits coming on, but that's kind of neat. You know, if you like that type of, you know, platform fighting game. And and does it have
0: have like a bunch of different licenses and
1: Uh, mostly Warner Brothers and Cartoon Network from what I'm gathering so far. Mm -hmm. So you'll see Batman and Shaggy from (laughs) Scooby-Doo, Finn the Human, Jake the Dog. And some other characters that I'm not overly familiar with, but uh I, I I can only guess that it's going to um gather more and more licenses as the game starts growing. I think they they, they were just so successful in the last I think two weeks. It's it's been it's been pretty crazy. Like which, ten, which 10 million players. Move. Sorry?
0: Was Shaggy's was
1: Shaggy's big move? Uh I've I, I, I don't play Shaggy. I have no idea. Fair. but you know there's also one Wonder woman i think um uh who's the suicide squad darling um uh harley right Harley quinn yeah 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 but i just thought it was kind of funny that i was like watching this i was like this is exactly like smash bros how is it, like exactly like smash bros
0: huh i'm gonna have to try it hey free another, to play. Another,
1: another fending game for me to suck at well, no, but just more it's it's good button mashing fun. Uh and it's free to play, it's cross platform, which is what, you know, Nintendo cannot do, right? Right. Yes. And that that's that's the huge thing, right? Like if you're if your free to play game is not multi platform, like almost people go, oh, well, I'm not interested in it because I want to play with my friend who's on Xbox or on PC or Playstation Four and Five. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey what can I say yeah. multiverses give it a try yeah, alright well thanks again for listening and just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber
0: you hear me I'm living the good life while working from home